Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Yeg Sports. We have another bonus episode for you. Um, Ethan, do you know what's happening tomorrow? Uh, let's see. Tomorrow is, well, today when this is released, or maybe yesterday. I don't know. It depends on how quick I am at editing. Uh, sports are back for the first time in a while. Uh, the a major North American sports league that isn't boring as hell is going to be back on TV. The NBA season returns December the 22nd. Uh, yeah, I'm hyped. I'm hyped to actually uh, watch some sports that's not at 7 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm not waking up at 7 for, for anything. Um <laughs> So yeah, NBA making its return um, like 24 hours as of when we're recording this, maybe a bit less on if you're in the Eastern time zone, which guess who is the Toronto Raptors who are hey. playing in Tampa Bay, I believe. This we season? the South. We the South. Um, and so uh, before we get into our preview for this upcoming season, we have some news. OG Ananobi has been signed. Um you can check that off on the free agent market. Uh, so he's sticking around, of course, memorable for his uh, Kawhi Leonard-esque buzzer beater in the playoffs, which we talked about in great lengths. What are you um, talking about? His was – we've been over this. His was way better than Kawhi's. The, oh, yeah. For, I, I, the, the buzzer beater, the, that shot itself, yeah, way better. That was Kawhi, Kawhi needed like five lucky bounces. <laughs> I don't know. We just swish, boom, in. And, and that is, that walks is right off the court. Um, what is the terms of the contract? Do you know? Okay, so uh, OG Ananobi resigns four-year contract at seventy-two million dollars, and it includes a player option for the fifth season. So Ananobi is going to be a Raptor for the foreseeable future. He's locked up uh, at least through the twenty twenty-four season. So big signing, big signing for the Raptors. Yeah. OG's probably right now uh, the Raptors' best kind of prospect type player. I'm like I'm hesitant to call him a prospect because, like for me, prospects are you know 19, 20 year old guys. Or um, just but haven't made the league yet full time. You know, yeah, like that's a player. But there's a lot of upside for Ananobi and. From what we've heard uh, coming out of Raptors training camp, he's been working on his shot. He's been working with uh, Freddie Van Vliet on the old on the old three point shot. So uh, all yeah. signs are pointing towards a breakout season for Ananobi this year. So I'm and I'm, um I heard in his first preseason game he apparently looked really good. He got 11 points and five rebounds, two assists, two steals, and one triple in his first preseason game on Saturday. Um, so he's off to a good start. And of course the preseason doesn't really mean anything. We've seen before where guys have been. Unless you're LaMelo ball, then everyone wants to, you know, suck you off because you made a bounce pass. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's going to be a, a very good, uh, a good season. I think it's going to be one of the, one of the stories is watching the, uh, the breakout of our young players. So, um, Ethan, what do you think is going to be um, an interesting storyline or one that you're going to be paying attention to for this upcoming season? Okay. Uh, the story that I'm probably most interested in in watching this year, it's kind of in the form of a question, uh, but it's, it, it's where are the points going to come from? Um, like, 
so it's obvious the Raptors, their top two scoring options are are Siakam and Lowry. Um, but we've seen, especially the last few years in the NBA, to really succeed as a team, you need three solid guys that you can turn to um, to get you points when you need them. And so I'm interested. I'm interested to to see who that third guy is going to be for the Raptors. Um, there's three candidates that I kind of have my eyes on. Uh, Fred Van Vliet averaged uh, 17 and a half points last year. Norm Powell is another interesting one because, you know, he's going to play off the bench for the majority of the season, but he's still going to play, you know, 26, 28 minutes a night. But last season, he averaged 16 points a game. So the scoring touch is there. Uh, and then my last one, we just talked about OG Ananobi. Ten and a half points last season. Uh, but like I said, it, it like look for a breakout season for him. If I were to make a guess on this one, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be... I, I want to go with Van Vliet, but I just... I'm, I'm a little hesitant because I haven't seen anything that suggests that Van Vliet will be able to score in the paint as much as he can from three until he, you know, until he gets that finishing touch at the rim. I don't know if he can be that third guy. Uh, so I'm, le- I'm going to say OG Ananobi is going to be my prediction because he can, if, you know, if his shot comes around this year, he'll be able to do it from anywhere. Uh, but yeah, the story I'm watching, is who is going to be the Raptors' third option this season. All right, yeah. My storyline is kind of similar. I'm looking for who's going to cover up for the free agent losses of Ibaka and Gasol. Um, And I'm looking at, um, like, you know, also as well as that, we have, like, breakout seasons to be expected, I feel like. And it's going to, like, I feel like you can expect a breakout from Ananobi from Van Vliet to an extent and from Terrence Davis. And I feel like um, just watching to like, like if like, are those, are they going to meet the expectations of a breakout season? Are they going to like, you know, go through with it? Um, Cause I could see breakout seasons coming from all three of them, in which case we're golden, but like, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get it from all three of them all at once. And I think my main story is going to be just seeing how the team um, gets built from within because, um, of course, we didn't make huge strides in free agency in terms of uh, like unrestricted free agents, but um, just figuring out like how we're going to either improve or at least not fall back from within. And I feel like it's going to come with a breakout year from the young guys. And I'll tell you what, this isn't the first time the Raptors have lost a player to free agency. Um, you may remember a certain Kawhi Leonard uh, left the team after the championship run, and they did pretty well last year. You know, yeah. they, they finished second in the East and were, you know, essentially four or five points away from advancing to the conference finals. So, yeah, they've done it before. Don't be surprised if they, if, uh, if, if they're able to, to maintain the the success that they've been having despite losing those, those key free agents. Yeah. Um, and from there, I'm going to like go into one of my questions and that's going to be with like the space that we've saved on the cap by like not signing players. Are we going to be making like a trade deadline acquisition? 
I'm wondering if we're going to be adding and if we are, who it's going to be. Um, I think uh, my question in terms of the roster uh, is, yeah, what are we going to do with that? Are we going to wait until next offseason to sign some guys? Are we going to bring in some rentals? Um, is there is there going to be a trade coming at some point this season? What's going to happen? Are we going to try? Are we, like I don't know. I, I'm curious how they see this season. Do they see this season as like a like a season of just waiting on you know free agents next summer or waiting on the young guys, or are they going to go for it at the deadline? I don't know. No, and and the question I have on my mind is is quite similar. I I phrased it as "What's next? What's what's the Raptors' plan B?" Because uh, mm-hmm. they didn't get Giannis, which we all knew was a very good possibility. Um, so I I just I'm curious what who because you have to assume they they'd, they'd want to use that that money that they saved. Um, on another superstar player, right? Yeah. Um, and if that comes next off season, are we going to get some rentals at the deadline? Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm just curious who who the management ha- has because you know they have a list of guys that they want to go after, Absolutely. and Giannis was at the top of the list, and now that his name's crossed off, I want to know who that number two guy is. Now the rumors are swirling. I don't know where these James Harden rumors came from. Yeah, but, what's up with that? You know, maybe I mean, maybe that is a everywhere. He's being traded everywhere, apparently. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen stuff everywhere about him right now. Like, the deal was done. I thought he was going to, to Brooklyn, but apparently not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I, I thought heading into this season that Kawhi Leonard was going to be their plan B. Um, yeah. But right now, I have no idea who it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know either. Um, my, <laughs> my 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 other question I had, not involving the roster, was uh, just the storyline of how the league can function with the plague. Is everything going to be fine? Um, I don't know of any sort of like bubble type thing going on. Um, I know earlier this month there was three Raptors that tested positive for the plague, and um, of course they're all good now, and it didn't spread any further. Luckily, but I'm just. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be keeping an eye on how that's going to go. If there's going to be a pause at some point, um, you know, how long until everyone gets, you know, shot in the arm with vaccine is like, is, and now this can go for all sports leagues functioning. I think you just have to bring it up when looking at the upcoming season with the NBA. Um, their bubble last year in the playoffs, perfect. Um, and now they're going to try a full season like that. We'll see how it goes. And I, I trust the NBA to, um, just be the absolute best at handling it. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have a concern there, but it is still a, a lingering question on everyone's mind. Yeah, if if there's any league that can get this done without a hitch, it's the NBA. I agree. They they've shown in the last decade that, in terms of stuff that happens behind the scenes, the NBA is probably the only good league, the only league that's good at this kind of thing. Not just yeah. the best, but the literally the only league that doesn't have to deal with, you know, the, the, just the clown show, right. Of the other leagues. Yeah. Um, it's the only one that would get like a, a grade above five on a one to 10 scale. Pretty much. Yeah. So I, I have full confidence in the NBA to, you yeah. know, the, there's going to be some hiccups. I'm not, 
I'm not so oblivious to that to to think that you know the season is going to go off without a hitch. There's going to be no issues. No players are going to test positive. There's going to be issues, but they're going to. I'm sure they have they have the right contingencies in place, and yeah, this season's going to get done. Mm -hmm. Well, Ethan, if the season is going to be completed in its entirety. Um, how do you think the Raptors are going to be faring over the entire season? What is your prediction for this upcoming season? Hey, this is a, uh, so, based on what, you know, the, uh, the, the experts and the pundits ha- have been predicting and the math guys, the, the projections, th- this would be considered a very bold prediction compared to what they're saying. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm crazy for saying this. I have justification for this. I might be way off here. Uh, you let me know. Listeners, let me know. Come at me on Twitter. Uh, but my prediction for this season is that the Toronto Raptors, Tampa Bay Raptors, whatever, uh, will finish the season as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. All righty. I like it. And my reasoning is this. Last season, they finished in the two seed, and they were not far behind the Bucks at all. There were two and a half games behind the box at the end of the season. And that's including the bubble. Um, yeah. And well, the bubble is so good in the bubble. But the, the big reason is that uh, the Raptors have more depth than any other team that's, that, that's competing for that number one seed. They're, they're built to, to be successful in the regular season. They, they don't really rely on a, on a superstar, right? They, they have, you know, all five guys can hurt you at any time, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they, they have more depth. Milwaukee, they signed Drew Holiday, so you might think, oh, well, they're improving. They lost a lot of their rotation players. Um, so I'm, I'm a little bit concerned with Milwaukee on, on their bench, right? I don't mm-hmm. think there's a lot of depth there. Boston's dealing with injuries to start the season. They're going to be missing a few guys. The one wild card here is Miami. Um, and, and really it's just a question of, can they repeat their success in the playoffs? Um, yeah. Cause what they finished in the East last year, like 10th or no, no, that was, that was, that was 18, 19, sorry, but yeah. Yeah. 19, 20 K fifth. They were fifth in 19, 20. And they just they got hot, right? Yeah. And they, Jimmy Pete. Butler, uh, hero. <laughs> um, you know their their stars came to play. So, do I think they could repeat that this season? Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say that Miami's a bad team that just got hot. That I'm not saying that at all. But yeah, it used to be a good it, team in order to get hot in the first place. But yeah. can they do it over a full <laughs> season? Can they be that dominant? I, I don't think they're a better team than the Raptors. So, Fair. yeah, that's my prediction. The Raptors will finish the season tops in the Eastern Conference. I like it. I like it. Um, For me, I, I saw us as a, as a playoff lock. I think you could even say division lock. Um, in terms of conference, uh, I, 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 I still think that, that there's just a few too many questions that and then this is the same with every team. I have a second to the Bucks again, um, and then I, I put the Pacers up in third. Um, so I even have them against uh, ahead of Miami. But um, yeah, I feel like it's going to be yeah. Like this, this is still a, a, a contending team in the regular season. Um, my prediction 
is that we go further in the playoffs than last year. I'm not saying finalists. I'm just I'm saying just further. That's what I'm going to go with. So you're saying Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah. Minimum. I, I like it. That's, I think. I that's, like it. That's in our sights. Hey, like a, it, it's a bold prediction, right? I'm not. Yeah. If I'm wrong, who cares? <laughs> if I'm right, it will be the greatest prediction of all time. <laughs> all right um before we move on to things i want to just mention the purple jersey leak have you seen it uh i've seen it yeah i like it i don't i don't really remember it so let me just google <laughs> it real quick yeah uh we've talked before if you listen to the reverse retro episode with the high priest or basically an episode where we mentioned jerseys at all Freaking purple, which is which seems like every episode. It seems like I mentioned that I like purple on sports jerseys all the time. Um, this isn't the true topic for our radio episode this week, but I was going to make the topic um, teams that wear purple, um, but the jersey's only a leak, so I was going to maybe wait on that. But there's a bit of a preview for what could happen. I'm uh, sorry, I'm having a tough time uh, tracking it down here. Let me go over. Shout out to sportslogos.net. Easily one of my I'm, top 10 favorite websites that. on on the web. I just Twitter messaged you what the picture is of the leak. Okay, here we go. Live reactions. <laughs> A little bit. It, 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 give me a second. <laughs> What, you expect me to record a podcast over Zoom and in this account? Not on your Wi-Fi. Okay, I can kind of see a thumbnail of it here. Um, it Triangle? Is that what we're going with? Yeah. It's like a big purple triangle on the front? It's, it, yeah, it, it is triangular <laughs> it's, on the top. It's fine. The purple extends into the pants. Um, it's yeah, the yeah, design isn't exciting, it. but it it's fine. purple. If it was any other color, I'd call it boring, I just, but they have <laughs> they have s- such a good purple jersey in there that they have worn. So you know, that when you fair. say purple jersey, I get excited and I think big giant velociraptor on the front. So you know, mm-hmm. like it, this That's is an it. example of why you don't need to come up with new jerseys every season. Like, I I don't. Yeah. This is one of the things I don't like about the NBA. If it ain't they broke, called, like city edition don't jerseys, fix it. They called city edition. Is is this I their agree, city yeah. or is this the new um the earned edition or whatever? Because oh, they're going with know. five jerseys this year now. Right. Last year was four. Now they're going five jerseys. Have you seen Miami City Edition? The like blue to pink gradient one, like horizontal blue to pink. It looks, uh, it looks probably. It looks like I don't really remember it. Looks like cotton candy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Um, yeah, I, I give things? this. I give the. I give this one a, a passing grade. Sorry. Go ahead. Nice. Um, so our last little segment here, and 
I, well, unless you have anything else after that. Um, oh, I got something after. A suggestion. Don't you worry. <laughs> suggestion. A suggestion. Suggestion. Suggestion I am making. Got a suggestion? To the Toronto Raptors. I do have a suggestion, actually. Thank you for asking. My <laughs> suggestion to the Toronto Raptors a basketball organization, LTD. Uh, don't trade for James Harden. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Please don't do it. All right. Okay. The, the reason I feel so strongly about this is because most of the rumors in surrounding the Raptors and James Harden involve OG Ananobi, which no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Um, James Harden is 31. I don't know how much good basketball he has left in him. So th- that one scares me. And I like, I'm not sure what his contract is at right now. Harden? But you think you think he's gonna want to stay in Toronto? Like, come on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, don't don't give up OG Ananobi for James Harden. It's not worth it. I agree. Because I'd say I'd say I'd say ten years of OG Ananobi is probably worth more than you know two or three years of James Harden. Like James Harden is a very good player, but it's not gonna be here for a while. Yeah. So. That's my guys, suggestion. You can, you can get guys in free agency who are near Harden caliber, anyways, without having to give up OG Ananobi. Yeah, and only costing the cap space, which we have. Exactly. Which goes along with my suggestion, which is go for it at the deadline. I know we're saving money for a splash in free agency next summer. Let's load up on some rentals. As lo- just don't throw away too much of the future. Let's get some rentals at the deadline. Let's go on a run. My suggestion is, is it fair to, weaponize that cap space during the season. Is it fair to say that the Raptors are a superstar away from another title? That's fair. Because, like, just just as a hypothetical, let's say the Raptors go out and get, you know, Kawhi Leonard, just as a total hypothetical. <laughs> okay, they match up against the Bucks. Right now, who do you like better, the Bucks or Raptors plus Kawhi? I feel like the Raptors adding Kawhi helps it's be the Raptors, it, right? Yeah, it helps balance out that superstar level. And then looking at everything else, the depth, the defense, I pick in the Raps. Yeah, because yeah, because Giannis and Kawhi are basically a wash. It's like, close enough. Yeah. Giannis has a slight edge, but they're close enough. Where, but if you look at the way the teams are constructed, you, you gotta give it to the Raptors, right? Against yeah. the against the Celtics, the Raptors wipe the floor with the Celtics if they have Leonard. Um, oh yeah, the Lakers, the Lakers would probably be close. Mm-hmm. You know that's that series might be a coin flip. Yeah, which hopefully we can get to that series in the final. I mean, like that I hope, be... hopefully the Lakers don't make the final. I'm not a huge fan of them, but if they do, that'd be a six series against the Raptors for sure. Yeah, but you know, even if I like just that that series would be a coin flip, but you know, you throw in all these kinds of variables, like the Raptors would probably be uh they'd probably have a better time weathering some kind of injury, right? If someone got hurt. That they'd have more guys that could step in and fill that role. So, yeah, like go for it, man. Yeah, like you're not gonna have Kyle Lowry forever. I mean, he is he he has he needs a new contract this summer. So uh, yeah, 
I agree. Go for it. Good, good, good suggestion, Ryan. I like it. Thank you. That concludes what we had, we had planned, Ethan. What you got in your back oh, pocket? What you had planned. I have something else planned. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the hot seat here. In fact, Hello. I should I should call this segment the hot seat. I think that's a good name. The I have written down rapid fire. That's so boring. We're gonna call this the hot seat, Ryan. I'm putting you on the hot seat. All this is going to work. I'm going to ask you five questions about the Raptors this season. And I want you to answer them as quickly as possible. First thing that comes to your head. Okay. Okay. A lot of these are pretty simple questions. So don't think too hard about these. Let's begin the hot seat. Question one, the Raptors will improve on last year's win percentage. 0.736. Yes or no? Yes. Question two. Yes or no, Pascal Siakam will be named to another All-NBA team. Yes. Question three, who will lead the Raptors in scoring? Siakam. Question four, which center uh, will log the most minutes for the Raptors this season? Chris Boucher, Aaron Baines, or Alex Len? Um, The second guy. Aaron Baines? Yeah. Okay, question five. Yes or well, you already answered this one. Yes or no, uh, the Raptors will advance past the second round of the playoffs. Survey says yes. Yes. That how how did you like that? I thought that was pretty fun. That was fun. We should do that some more. We should find another center, is what I'm noticing. Dude, we have lots of centers. We're good. I mean, I when I say another, I mean like you know. A better one. A long-term fix there. Hey, don't sleep on Aaron Baines, dude. Aaron Baines is going to go off this year. Okay, I'd like that. Just just watch. His his pick-and-roll game. Mm. And also, shout-out to the shout-out to the Aaron Baines fan club. Uh, <laughs> seeing that on Twitter was, was fun. <laughs> have, have you heard of this Aaron Baines fan club? I have not. Well, the Raptors just got a whole lot of new fans who used to be fans of the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, check out the Aaron Baines fan club. Very, very good follow on Twitter. Anything else you want to discuss about the, the Raptors season? Um, No, I believe that's it. I'm so hyped. On a scale of 1 to 14, how hyped are you? Um, I'm going to go with 12. Which is super high for me with basketball. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I'm, it, yeah. It's it. I I'm liking you know getting into basketball again. This season, we're hoping I like will be into it for an entire season. That's what we're going for this season. <laughs> hey, you did good. You did good today, pretending that you know stuff about basketball. <laughs> you fooled me. I I know stuff. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, Not that much stuff. Uh, but okay. I drafted a fantasy team, <laughs> and I know I knew about two thirds of their names. So nice. <laughs> All right, let's sign off. The folks have heard enough of our voices for today. Uh, oh, Ryan, got way more got anything up this else week. to say, to the folks? Um, Holy crap, we got a lot of content this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you'll listen more because we got a lot more coming in uh, the next couple days here. Um, yeah, that's going to be it.
Yeah, um, I'm, trying reha- <laughs> I'm trying to rehash our usual sign-off here. Uh, um, Pascal Siakam is an elite forward. Uh, Tristan Thompson is a bust. Uh, th- that's not fair. I like Tristan Thompson. Who else is a bust? Yeah, I got nothing. I'm drawing blanks. <laughs>